girlfriend and he hates that bitch. He tells me every day. I won't play, I won't play, I won't play. Nah, nah, why don't you get a job? All right, y'all, what's good? Welcome that back to the No Chase I only knew this much. Rick had no input on that one. Okay, that let me trash. tell you why. First of all, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chase Podcast. I'm Tim Chantharangsu. I'm Ricky Shutz. I'm Nikki Blaze. Let me tell you why that song is always stuck in my head um, when I'm thinking of White's songs. Um, <laughs> there was one time where, now this is way back, bro. You don't even, I don't even know if you're gonna recognize the story I'm telling you right now. Okay. Uh, our boy Pedro Flores, mm -hmm. PD Flo, um, who I credit to put me on to a lot of white music. Mm -hmm. Fucking, he took me to uh, a Death Cab for Cutie concert, oh. uh, a band that I really fuck with called The Bird and the Bee, like shit, a lot of white shit I never would have listened to. He put me on, all right? Mm -hmm. And so one time, um, you know, hold on, we got some construction on at the neighbor's house. It's okay. We're That's outside. Sex. It happens. That's it sex. happens. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, Peter, PD Flo, mm -hmm. he, you know, y'all y'all, y'all were my, y'all were my friends connect, like connected through me. And mm -hmm. now y'all are friends, friends, right? But I remember one time, Peter was like, oh man. Is you know it's funny because like I was driving Rick home and I was like here man here, here's my phone put on whatever song you want and he, and you put on that song Did I? you put on that song and uh, and that just made us laugh because yeah, I probably just like did a random oh thing. okay because he I've heard it for sure but I never liked it oh okay yeah. so he was like so he was so surprised that you put that song <laughs> on and, and so that song's uh, in my I head. Know Peter before I knew you. Ooh. Thank you very much. He didn't like you, though. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> And the truth comes out. Rick well, is going to well, text them after. Oh, Tim, so Tim, Tim told believes me. he's the glue Got to it. everyone's life. Yes. Okay. No matter what. Got and it. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast, y'all. Wait till about our podcast. Right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Nicky Rick. No Timber Podcast. No Timber Podcast. This is all the stuff we've been wanting to say to you. Uh, we're going to recap every episode and insert what we would have said oh God, in Tim read us. Of every <laughs> episode. So yeah. Rick and I looked at each other during this specific <laughs> moment because we knew Tim was fucking lying. If, oh, my God. Like, if you look at 13 minutes and 40 seconds. minutes. <laughs> Um, oh, that would be funny. That would be Let me funny. Tell you guys something. <laughs> I'm never lying during this podcast, all right? I might say some shit, uh -huh. and I don't really. <laughs> and it not be the truth, right? Yeah, but yeah. never lying. But from my heart, soul, I'm not lying. Never. <laughs> so funny. Rick and I, we have eye contact from a certain. I, I didn't realize everybody else could pick up when I'm blatantly looking at Rick, like. What? Damn, I thought you said recognize right now. Recognize. Oh, you better recognize. You better recognize. I kind of like that. Should make that a thing. Recognize. Right, I'm put it on the shirt. With the little hypno eye. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of hypno, Nikki Blake, you want a drink? I do. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, delicious Malort from no. Chicago. Okay. No. Uh, no. We got some some bullet whiskey. No. Uh, we got some. That's a mystery. Liquid some holy in a water. Bottle. Let me tell you about <laughs> this Jesus fucking mezcal. Just. This is straight from some random ass city in Mexico, uh, because uh, one of my boys from Subplot Entertainment 
Um, is it productions or entertainment? Entertainment. Okay, literally, I, I text him every time I'm writing the check. I'm like, is it entertainment or, <laughs> or production? <laughs> um, <laughs> my boy Luis, he was in Mexico for a time, and he brought me back some, like, legit Ooh. mezcal. And um, would you like some? That's my speed. You fuck with the mezcal? I do. This shit's so, man, look. First off, the bottle itself looks like I'm going like, on a journey. Like, like your neighbor. Uh, <laughs> or, that, or that's like yeah. some really fancy cologne. It looks like a, a nice let, cologne. Let me tell you something, Rick. If I was trying to, if it was your first drink mm -hmm. and you were like, you know what, I'm interested in finally trying some alcohol, this would be the last thing. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> this would be the second to the last thing. That, that would be the terrible. last thing. The fact that it's All almost right. empty well, lets you know. This would be my first thing. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. You want you want it? It doesn't smell that bad. You want it straight up ice? Ice, please. Okay. I think you guys are lying about this one. I think we are lying, <laughs> I've and you should so prove it. so many other ones, and it don't smell. No. This don't smell anything. The butterscotch wine. Take, take, take a whiff of this. Wait, the butterscotch that we had. Let me smell. Yeah, that one smelled worse than that one. Oh no, that smells good. <laughs> I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm recovering. One Mississippi. Yeah. I'm recovering. <laughs> I'm recovering. So, so this a is small me. Shot, small please. shot, please. No, the butter, the butter one we had with um, cherry. Oh, cherry cola. Yeah. That was good. She was funny. It's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't have. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't there. Cherry stupid door wouldn't lock. Right. <laughs> Sherry Cola, uh, one Mississippi. I was just texting her the other night. I and, love her. And she was telling me about how like, she's really trying to you know, like, have kids sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Um, even though she's not sure. Like, cheers. We just sipping this. Yeah. Where's your? Would you like your Canada? Oh, dry. No, you need some. I oh, soda stream. There you okay, go. Soda sure. stream. There we go. Word. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers, cheers. Uh-huh. Ah. Gasoline. <laughs> so Sherry Cola was like, she was telling me how she really wants to uh, have kids sooner than later. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I was like, it tastes like leather. Here's what you should do. Yeah, straight up. That tastes like, like ass. burnt leather. Wow, that tastes like a good year tire. You said you fuck with it. I did. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, woo. Mm -hmm. Let's let's taste that again. That's how you know you really like. Ah. So you're spilling the beans about Sherry's pregnancy. She was telling me that, you know, she wants to have a baby sooner than later, and I was like, here's what you should do. You should just make a baby with David's soul, so it just looks like you. So it just looks like you just had a baby with yourself. And she was like, I don't see it. I'm like, I tell you what, I do see it. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That's you should cut that. <laughs> No, it's okay. They actually look alike. It's not even some Asian shit. They look alike. <laughs> they look alike. Rick is seeing the side by side photo right now. I, they do, but I don't think you should say that. No, it's okay. Part. They look like they could be brother and sister. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's not offensive. <laughs> If you say it. It's not offensive if you say it. I don't think it's offensive. We're keeping that. Hey, real quick, let's talk because, uh, you know, I got an addictive personality. I watch way too much porn, and a lot of you guys are addicted to lots of other things, like cigarettes, for example. But for those of you who are addicted to cigarettes, 
I got you because I got this product it's called Lucy Nicotine, which is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck, okay? It's been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Now that just sounds delicious, okay? Each and every flavor tastes great, it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, on the go, and even in the gym. All right, my dad was a smoker. I made him quit before he turned 40. Thank God he did, and it must have been it would have been way easier if he had some Lucy nicotine gum, okay? And, you know, it's it's 2020. Nobody wants your stinking ass, smoky ass cigarette breath in their face anymore. Unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. And just for No Chaser listeners, I got a special treat. Go to lucy.co and use promo code NOCHASER to get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use promo code NOCHASER for 20% at checkout, okay? Ah, man, you know your boy had a great sleep last night. And that's because I had a comfy-ass mattress. Now, you can throw some bedding on a bunch of different mattresses, and sure, they all look alike. The same goes for pillows. But peel away the layers, look at what's inside, and you'll see they aren't all created equal. And that's what makes every purple pillow and mattress unlike anything you've ever slept on. The purple grid sets the purple mattresses apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. With over 1,800 open-air channels designed to neutralize body heat, Purple provides a cooling effect other mattresses can't replicate. You can try every Purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns, and Purple has financing available as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. Now, that is just lit. You need to get a good night's sleep or else it's just going to ruin your whole day, all right? And just for you guys, I got a special treat. Go to purple.com slash nochaser10 and use promo code nochaser10 for a limited time. You'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash nochaser10, promo code nochaser10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to No Chaser Hey, Podcast. Sherry, let us know. <laughs> we got no, I told Sherry the other night, too. She was like, I don't see it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that, That's code for you're offending me, but you're Tim. We gonna let that rock. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. She gonna text you. That's so funny. Okay. What was she say? Sorry. What? No, that was it. Oh. That was. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was literally. That makes it funny. <laughs> uh, um, oh. But yeah, um, Sherry Cola also likes to drink a lot. Uh, she does. Our episode. Man, we did. Yeah, I, I, I was, was looking forward to that. Um, who else was that day? Who did we have? Tony Baker. Tony was amazing. I love Tony. He's so funny. You know what me and Sherry kind of... Yeah, he's a funny guy. Me and Sherry kind of connected the other night when we were texting on some, like, I feel like Asian people, (laughs) like, forget that I'm Asian. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, because I don't necessarily, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, screaming that I'm Asian and and everything that I do. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they forget. You feel Mm -hmm. me? Like, I remember one time specifically, I've told this story before probably, but I was at... uh, like an Asian entertainment event, mm-hmm. and they did a whole video montage mm-hmm. of 
look at all the Asian Americans this year that have been in TV and movies. And I'm like, oh, shit, cool. They invited me. <laughs> I've been a while and out for like five, six years now. C- cool. <laughs> right? I'm like waiting for my shit to pop up. And I'm, when I'm talking about it was literally some of the most obscure shits I had never heard of. Yeah. They like they had these people flashing on the screen. I'm like, all right. And I never popped up. Damn. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then yeah. so I actually I subtweeted them later that night. And I was like, damn, it's crazy. Like, I've been on, I've literally been on a hit TV <laughs> show on MTV for like six years now. Yeah. And they didn't mention me, yeah. right? <laughs> and they sent me a little, like, a, apology email saying, hey, we included you in, like, the ne- at the next event we have, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sorry about that oversight. But I was like, damn, like, they really just forget that I'm Asian. What if they would have been like, hello, hell. Sorry, bro. Like, this thing is just for Asians, but maybe we'll open it up later. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, oh really? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. You know. Woo, somebody is rolled yeah, up. Right? Rolled yeah. oh, okay. up. Oh, no, it's just our sound guy. He's chilling. Oh, I didn't know. He's chilling. He's like, if I'm going to get through another episode of this, I'm going to have to be lit to deal with these guys. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we got some uh, we got some questions. We have from, questions. Not only from the Patreon, but we got just questions in general. I, I put it on Instagram as well. Okay. You know, I figure let me not keep it exclusive to the special people that really fuck mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. Open it up. Which we love you guys. Yeah, yeah. More than yes. we love. Them. Definitely, because yeah. you pay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's get through some light shit first. Okay. Oh no, I did. So see that some means of the, this I, heavy I, shit. Yeah. Real, real. Well, the questions where I'm like, normally I'd be like, this is stupid, but just <laughs> 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 get through it. Uh, Chance Connor says, "All right, somebody needs to ask this serious question. Uh, is it caramel or caramel?" Depends on who I'm talking to. I say both. Hmm. Depends on who you're talking to. Code switching for the caramel. What you're talking about? <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. But I I say caramel. Car- yeah, caramel. I don't ever put the emphasis like caramel. That just feels like it's forced. See, that's interesting. I didn't know I said caramel until I was shooting Basic to Bougie and Darren Brand kept putting me on blast about it. And How does like, Darren say he it? He says caramel. Where's he from? North Carolina, go on and raise up, take your shirt off, twist it on your head, spin like a helicopter. They're more proper on certain words that they say. Are they? I feel like that she just makes made it. That up. <laughs> I feel like I'm right, Darren. If I'm right, tell me I'm right. Just let me know. And I, I say caramel. Um, definitely, I think it was, what was it, Twix? I don't know. There was some candy bar commercial Twix. that would always say caramel. Mm. And I'd be like, huh, damn, I thought it, I thought they used caramel for this. <laughs> I wonder what caramel is. It sounds pretty close to caramel to me. Really? You thought it was two separate things? Um, not not necessarily, but I it just didn't really make the connection. Like I oh. thought it was caramel. Yeah. yeah. I grew up in a household where they pronounced everything wrong, so I know <laughs> I know for a fact I've been saying a lot of words incorrectly. Here's something that's interesting. Speaking of immigrant parents that pronounce things wrong, um, Dad, if you're listening to this, I think it's adorable. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> um, instead of juicy. My dad will say things are joicy. Joicy. <laughs> so he'll be like, oh, you should try, this fruit's very joicy. <laughs> That's funny. It brings him joy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or maybe he knew a juicy chick named Joyce. <laughs> you better not do that. <laughs> and he's just been rocking with that for I a minute. Did, I did see the video you posted where your dad 
and you were talking about making uh, sex from the freaky bunk. Just things, yeah. yeah. And your dad was like, it's the sensual <laughs> of the curve of the woman. I was the like, woman. And then y'all are dapping each yeah. other up. I was like, that's how you were made, Tim. You know that, right? Here's the thing, right? Speaking of just like, I always make the joke that Thai people are all freaks, right? But because people will watch my videos and they'll be like, yo, how do your parents feel about you making all these penis and vagina jokes all the time? I'm like, where do you think I got it from? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got it from, like growing up with all my, with my dad and all of his like old Thai homies, all I would hear was dirty jokes. And they would always like, it was always like a lot of oyster jokes. Oysters were coochies, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of- Because of the smell, not the look. <laughs> To this day, I don't eat someone out without some fucking. Uh, you better stop. Tim over here cracking them open out the <laughs> Disgusting. No one uses dental. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, you know, I've always been really open with my parents about that mm. type of conversation, mm. and I felt like that was great. That was blessed. I was blessed for that, and I feel like it definitely molded my sense of humor, mm. and even arguably. I owe my career to them being so open about mm -hmm. that because that's what kind of that's kind of my brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next time someone asks you that question, you should say, actually, they don't like it. They're not fond of it. They don't like <laughs> they that it. I steal their material. That's how you answer <laughs> that you question. Go. Now you can have that. Hey, look, you know, what's crazy. That is super funny. Out of all the coochie and dick talk, there was one time I think in a YouTube video I said, I might have said cock instead of dick. What Whoa. the fuck? Ooh. Like, or, and my dad was like, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. That was a lie. He was like, I, I feel him on that. That sounded weird. I don't know. That I don't know. I don't know strange. what it was. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I, and, I, I, and it sounds weird to say it because even saying cock is yeah. weird. Yeah. But it was some word. That's probably I'm, it. And I'm going to assume it was cock. Uh, where my dad was like, hey, that video where you said uh, shit cock. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. If it's, some girl was trying to have sex with me ew. and she said cock, uh, I would assume this girl is drunk. I can't take advantage of her. No, she watched way too much. This. She watched way too much porn. That is not attractive. Like, what else would make you, you don't just think say that's hot? cock? No. Interesting. No. no. I'm not saying it. But I also came up in a different time. I remember when cock meant <laughs> vagina. Wait, what? There's a there's an old old song. I forget who sings it. It's called Till the Cows Come Home. Okay. <laughs> Already oh, hilarious. Okay. Oh, it is the dirtiest song of all time. Okay. It, it, she talking about fucking and sucking and she got nipples as big as her thumb and okay. all that. Wait. But it is that old, old timey fucking okay. jazz record. Okay. And she talks about somebody sucking on her cock. Oh. Huh. And when I was a kid, that that was the euphemism for vagina. I don't know if it's a black thing or was a black thing. And then all of a sudden, I heard white people saying cock and they was talking about dicks. And I was like, I'm just confused now. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Look right. it up. We you think I'm lying? Look, it's till the cows come home. I forget the lady's name. All Somebody right. look it up right now. <laughs> let, let me tell you I mean, I definitely, I definitely get off on things that are uh, taboo. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not the incest shit. Not that far. <laughs> but I do get off on on taboo things, and I feel like 
let's say, you know, I was hooking up with, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I was single. I had to say that. Or if motherfuckers <laughs> be annoying in the comments. Oh. Let's say I was single and I was hooking up with a young lady. Not young, but, you know, a lady. <laughs> that's The disclaimer is just understand this. Just I feel like I got to disclaim everything geez. nowadays. <laughs> but um, I was hooking up with a lovely lady and I was single and she said something about she wanted to do something to my cock. Ew. Yes, I would giggle inside a little yeah. bit. But also I'd be like, this bitch is nasty. I like it. <laughs> nah, I mean, nice. dick sounds nasty enough to me. Nice. I'm, I'm good. Say dick. Cock. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. yeah. Cock is either disgusting or hilarious. Yeah. It's no, it's sexy. definitely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, caramel cock or caramel cock? <laughs> See, that's the thing. So when I say what you're talking about, yeah. if you were talking about someone's color one. of a cock. It's yeah, a caramel one. I would you, say caramel. Oh, Damn, I caramel. think you're right. Because yeah. caramel, you relate to food. Yeah, wow. but if I would say caramel skin or something like that, wow. I would say caramel, but caramel. Y'all just, just, yeah. just having epiphanies today. Even in, in Starbucks, in all the Starbucks I've ever been, anything I get, I get caramel sauce in it. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say caramel sauce inside of a Starbucks. Interesting. Only heard it on TV and random people like Darren. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> on TV. Yeah, there you it's go. It's a TV thing. All right, well. Yeah. Interesting. Cock. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, I just realized something else. What? What? But if you're saying the word complexion. Yeah. You say you caramel, caramel complected. Yeah. 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 You don't say caramel You don't say complected. caramel complected. Hmm. It's kind of, it got cold all the time. Oh, yeah, show. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I do, no, it's okay. Yo, it was hot as shit when we shot that first episode. Yeah. Now I'm like, I am. It's okay. We're all right. Trees. Trees. Whew. All right. Y'all better give me a heads up before it got me on screen. No, because we are keeping our heads up and we're not looking <laughs> No, no, no. Nope. Y'all behind Can't the cameras. <laughs> all right, just be like, ah, uh, it's the breeze coming through, Nikki. It's the breeze. <laughs> Nikki, your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's liking, they're like, yeah. Who put those rocks in Nikki's shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rick. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's just great. Uh, are you feeling nauseous? Your boy definitely gets nauseous sometimes, okay? Did you know that a third of Americans regularly suffer from nausea? You know, uh, I definitely get nauseous on occasion. I hate when you get the uh, feeling like, oh my God, I'm gonna puke, I feel dizzy. Your jowls start to fill with saliva because you're just feeling really, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's uncomfortable. You feel like you're gonna puke. You can't focus and it can ruin uh, a road trip or a boat trip. You get car sick, you get seasick, you get D sick. <laughs> you just can't shake that feeling, you know? Well, I got a special treat for you guys, all right? I'm super excited about our new partner, Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraine, hangover, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. This product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all natural relief with zero side effects for as long as needed, all right? Relief Band is the only over-the-counter wearable device that has been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. This is good for hangovers, car sickness, seasickness, pregnancy. Boy, was a kind of a party animal, and, and even when I'm not partying, I do enjoy drinking, you know what I'm saying? And I'm definitely getting that age now where uh, you, your boy gets hungover, and my head is hurting all day. I feel like I'm a puke, and that's why this 
product comes in handy. And right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer for No Chaser listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code NOCHASER, you'll receive 20% off, plus free shipping and no question asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code NOCHASER for 20% off. All right, guys, we all shop online, and we've all seen that little promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Wow, that's dope. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. Just like that, all right? Now that's lit because your boy is up online shopping all the time, buying a whole bunch of bullshit I don't need, shirts and kicks, and now I'm looking for products for the baby. I'm doing nothing but looking for baby clothes now. I can't wait. And let me tell you, that shit adds up. And with Honey, it's lit because just like that, boom, I got a promo code that I didn't even know existed, and now I got a discount. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash nochaser. That's joinhoney.com slash nochaser. All right, guys. So straight from Instagram, we got a bunch of people. So curious. Oh, okay. No, not too heavy yet. Um, Some I mean, of those in the comments for Instagram, they were pretty in-depth. They have real specific questions. Well, let's keep it light. This one, this one, Brian.crumbs. This, this, <laughs> is, like this is real loose, real loose. He says, um, and I think this, this, this will relate to um, a lot of people that watch, right? Because um, we're kind of in that age demographic where he says, this, this question is specific to late 20s, early 30s. Perfect. Um, and um, he says, please just... Talk about dating in your late 20s, early 30s. Because here's the thing, right? I've been on YouTube for so long. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of, one of my main things that really garnered my audience in the beginning was doing these dating advice videos. Mm -hmm. And I was like early 20s at the time. I feel like a lot of the the people watching me were like in their teens. And they were always kind of asking me the same questions, right? But I feel like over the years they've grown. Mm -hmm. So... This motherfucker wants to know about dating in your late 20s, early 30s. I feel like y'all have been watching me for so long. Um, I mean, I obviously haven't. I haven't, I haven't been dating. I can't, I can't answer. I, I, but, yeah. He's going to hand that off. So this, yeah, I'm going to pass this off to you guys. Um, well, what, what did they want to know about? It just says about dating it's in your late 30s. That's a broad. It's difficult. Yeah, it's super broad. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. I'll tell you this. Um, I, let's do this. How are your, How was your experience been dating in your late 20s early 30s um and how do you feel that you being that age makes the difference okay when we say dating are we talking about like dating around trying to find a person or dating a person because i've been with the same girl for four years right okay yeah. let's 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 do both let's do both whatever, okay whatever but also i feel like it's different in our world Mm. It's just a little bit different. Things happen mm. a little bit easier, a little bit faster for mm. us. But I do pay attention to a lot of my friends outside of mm. this world, and that shit is difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is very difficult, but I think I think I pinpointed the very reason why it's so difficult. <laughs> Everybody's has expectations, right. and they're all so different. 
it's it, it it makes it so fucking hard people will be with someone that makes them happy but they have this expectation and all of this stuff they're doing that's making them happy is cool but that one thing that they expected is not going down so they don't settle for that person and that expectation is there because they're at a certain age yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so they keep their options open until mm-hmm. they find that person who can meet this expectation right right but right. then this person finds out that they're keeping their option open and now they're like oh well fuck this person mm. fuck dating dating is hard i don't trust this mm. and then they go to the next person with that baggage and it's just a fucking clusterfuck mm. yeah so i don't know it's it's tough it is definitely tough yeah yeah i think my advice would be um not lower your expectations, but make them realistic. They're, that's good. Because expectations and the 27, I will always say, was one of the hardest years of my life. 27 is such a weird age because you're you're grown, but you're not in your 30s, but you're almost 30 and you're not 21. It's just like a weird place where you're going. A lot of my friends are getting married or having babies or already had babies and they're getting divorces. It's just a strange age. So, mm. so getting divorces. Yeah, they're yeah. getting divorces. Yeah, they're getting divorces. They got baby daddies, baby mamas, you know, for whatever reason why they're in the same boat as you are you're just kind of looking around going what the fuck is going on because there's no more rules at this point once you hit after 25 most people when they were younger like oh i'm going to be married by the time i'm 25 i'm going to have kids i'm going to have a dream job i'm going to have all these things just know it's bullshit Mm -hmm. it's a lie you don't have to do any of those things but dating in your late 20s to early 30s should really be about what you want because you're not old when you're into your 30s, even your mid 30s, your early, you know, to your later 30s, you're not as old as you like to think you are. Mm-hmm. Um, life is completely different than what it used to be for our parents, and you just have to know what you want. Like yeah. accountability is everything at this point. I can't be mad at somebody uh, that I'm dating that I saw all the red flags. I'm too old now at this point to yeah. be like, oh, you tricked me. Nah, I was stupid enough to fall for your shit, and I liked you. It is what it is. Yeah. I think dating. Once you get past a certain age, it's about accountability, <clears throat> understanding what you like, what you don't like, and what you really want. If you want to have fun while you're dating, communicate that. There's nothing better than talking to somebody and understanding that, hey, at this point right now, I'm not looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. But it could develop, but I'm not going to play around with you and let you think that I actually am going to do all this stuff and there's no future in this. Yeah. Let's take this slow or let's see how it goes. I have a career. We're trying to figure out, you know, finances. Do I want a family? Do I not want a family? And that's the difference between dating when you're younger and you're lying just to get some versus when you're <laughs> older mm-hmm. and everybody already got their own. Like, yeah. So do you feel like uh, like people dating in their, let's say, late 20s, early 30s, is there more like a, a pressure to be like, as soon as you start dating, like, okay, what is this? Um, I don't I don't think there's a pressure to ask those questions if everybody would do like she said learn what you actually like Mm -hmm. and don't like what you want and don't want but you have to do it for you a lot of people have listened to society Mm -hmm. like she said I'm this age I should be doing this and decide that's what they want Mm -hmm. I'm 32 I should have X Y and Z and that all sounds good, but then when you meet this person and you're happy, <laughs> why ruin that? Because it's not what you thought right. it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If this genuinely makes you happy, go for totally. that. You know what I'm saying? Because even even if it fails, 
you won't really feel like you you missed out on anything because right. you were happy for a time. Right. When this shit fails, when you're struggling, mm. fighting, trying to have this and perfect on. image, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work, you feel so stupid. That's yeah. when you get into the, I wasted so much time, oh, I wasted this, don't. and you start trying to change everything yeah. about and, yourself, and, and cutting me, your hair and going to the gym <laughs> and shit. <laughs> let, so me just tell you, let me just tell you guys, if you sit back and you blame an ex for the time you wasted, you are literally deflecting because you wasted your own time. Mm-hmm. You always have the option. And what happens as you get older is you realize your choice. I got my own job. I make my own money. If I decide to spend time with somebody, it's because I want to get to know you. Just yeah. like the other person no matter what the age is. I use 27 as an example, because it's a really weird age. And I feel like once you start leaning towards your 30s, everybody's really confused about going over the hill. And then, <laughs> you, then you go into your 30s, you're like, holy shit, this is lit. Like, it's so, I say that because it's different. Yeah. When I turned 30, it felt like a sense of relief, because I was looking around going, wait, my best friend is 39 and she looks the same age as me, I'm so, what I thought age was and what it meant, it's not what it used to be. So if I want to wait a little bit longer to get married or to date, that's fine because I got friends that have already went through divorces and mm-hmm. I have friends that are getting back into the dating scene at the same age as me. They're, the rules are different. Just look around. Do yeah. whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> Why do girls always cut their hair after a breakup? <laughs> Bruh. So Let I'm it. blonde. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a taking back what I gave away. It's it's a form of, I have control of this situation. A lot of times when you're in relationships, you feel like you're out of control, right? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted you to change. I wanted you to do this. Why didn't you do this for me? Oh, so I, you felt like you were changing for him, and now you got your shit in your own control. I yeah. decide, if I want to chop my hair off, is a lot of it is in spite of the person. Like, oh, he loved when my hair was long. Bloop, hair's off. I see. It, yeah. It's just taking back what you feel is yours because you know you give a lot of yourself in a relationship and it's mental it's physical and when you don't have that anymore you just want to do whatever makes you feel like i'm in control again so the gym it's it's just another form of coping and it's just a kind of like a peacock signal to let people know i'm single i got you and it makes sense i get it i'm not saying don't do those things but you also have to do the real work to oh, make changes. Yeah. Yep. So many people do those things, but they feel like this is me becoming a new person. Yeah, no. My <laughs> hair's different. My no. body looks different. <laughs> I read The Alchemist. <laughs> I got it's told. That little shit. I literally got told when I dyed my hair, "You're so dramatic." I was like, "Fuck you!" Wow. <laughs> By who? The told, person she died oh it about. Oh my god. <laughs> I got told, but. A lot of it comes from like who you're around too, right? Like lady, I, th- I feel like guys, I, I don't really know the coping mechanisms for guys because I feel like the way y'all might internalize things a little bit more than project it on the outside. Yeah. Like you don't see the dramatic physical change because normally, you know, the girls spend a little bit time, not all girls, because some of y'all girls be hopping in and out of relationships, breaking these men's hearts. Some of y'all are toxic. Yeah. But. Oh, it's like a dude fresh off a breakup. Like, how, how does that go? Because I feel like women let it know. Like, I'm single, look at yeah. me. Dudes do that. There's definitely a, a gym shit. Gym and there's, shit, a, okay. there's also a lot of, you know, posts. Part, po- party shit, right? Party, party shit, shit. Trying, okay. to, trying to just, you know, get it in uh, to whoever. I okay. think that's there. That's the part of it. But, damn. <laughs> yeah. But it, it kind of depends on the style of breakup. Like, if it was a blind side to him, he might go through a little more. But if uh-huh. it was like, 
has been coming for a while, kind of yeah. fed up and shit. There's not much that really happens. Like yeah, I feel in, like you guys do movies. way better. I feel yeah. like you guys, men really do way better with dealing towards the outside with breakups then. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it'll it, it hurt on the <laughs> inside, but it's like, what does that do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't really change shit for anybody. Okay, have you guys been heartbroken? Because I've never mm -hmm. actually been through what people would Aww. call as a heartbreak. You're lucky. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, it didn't it didn't change much of my world. Mm. It was just hurt that had to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't go in like, oh, fuck bitches, <laughs> get <Right>. money. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't start treating other girls right. how I wish I treated her uh, or something like that. Uh, like okay. there was no big change in me. It was just like, damn. This situation sucks uh, until it didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. Isn't yeah. it always how it is, though? It sucks yeah. until it doesn't. Yeah, that's how it should and be. And Blades, how about you? Uh, I'm such a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. But like, it sucks until it doesn't, and it'll still suck. Like, it <laughs> it never stops sucking. Never what are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I had my heart like. Smashed. Yeah. Ran over, reverse, ran over. When I say the reverse, you know, you you envision the the real like fuck you shit where you go over it and then you go back over it and then you like go back and forth. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what happened during that. A lot of that happens for most people during the younger dating phase. Like, so they do say you have three loves in your life. Okay. Right. So you have your first love, which is your young love, which is that like kind of kiddie-ish, like you feel like you're super in love. It's really like the first person you're able to actually date probably. Okay, Tina Park. <laughs> your second love is the intense, the toxic, the one where you're developing yourself, you're learning uh -huh. your boundaries. Uh -huh. And then your and then your third love is supposed to be your last love. Chia. There we go. <laughs> and so and so throughout those processes, for a lot of people, the breakups are different. My second one. My first one, that didn't feel, I felt like I moved on. I was able to live after the first one. He was my first, we were together for a long time. He was like the standard. The second one is the one that lingers until you find your third one, it feels like. That's the one where you realized you can be really fucked up and how people can treat you, what your stuff is, and you know, this, that, and the third. That one hurt like a motherfucker and took mm. a long time for me to deal with because he hit every insecurity I had, mm -hmm. exposed it, and then I had to figure out how to avoid doing those things again. And you have to like relearn. You make a lot of mistakes after that second one if you're not aware of it. Yeah. So I felt it because I wanted to not deal with that again and not just dyeing my hair, going to the gym, like right. the like the posting real- Posting memes. Just not, yeah, <laughs> posting memes. Bible uh, quotes. All the quotes. Man, I, am, I had a friend of mine tell me straight up, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> stop posting sad shit, bitch. <laughs> let's go out. <laughs> they were like, let's go out. I was definitely in the house. I didn't go, I didn't do the, I always felt bad because a part of me thought he was always going to come back mm. and I didn't want to be out. And I, I just kept myself inside versus doing the, I want to party, fuck guys, I'm going to do whatever I want. I got a new man. I was really, that sucked for my next relationship. Yeah. So but, I've gone through that, yeah. I think it's worse for girls because their egos are bigger mm -hmm. and people don't like to admit that. But right. when you think about a man oh. with a big ego mm -hmm. and him getting left, 
Look at the way he reacts. Look, look at Chris Brown and Carucci. Okay. <laughs> the way he was acting when he's fucking Chris Brown. Right. Yeah. But her leaving him was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Couldn't, deal with Couldn't do it. it. Yeah. Girls typically have that bigger ego. They don't understand being left or being I didn't not wanted. Get see. Or. Each situation is different because I don't think anybody's had the balls to actually just walk away and leave a situation they didn't want to be in. That's that young dating shit, right? Uh, I got cheated on hmm. and like lied to and manipulated. Yeah, this is the first or the second one? The second one. Yeah, the first one. The, the first thing. one was the first one. Actually, I should have probably paid more attention to because he actually walked away because yeah. age, a lot of other factors. It made sense, but the second one, it was the belief. It really stems from insecurities, right? So my ego is bigger because I'm more insecure. Mm -hmm. And if you feed my ego, I'm just gonna pretend like I'm not as insecure as I am. But as soon as you expose those things, I'm a mess. Yeah. Because we don't do the self work. But once you go through those things and the breakups and you do the self work, you start realizing what your type actually is, what you want, and your accountability. Like, I will not allow this to happen. I'm not gonna be dumb and be like, oh my God, he's just so fine. Or, oh my God, he does this for me, or he buys me this, or he takes me here. And I'm going to recognize the red flags, mm. you know, yeah. beforehand. I think that's, that's why that's, that second one is important, It's I very feel. important. Because, you know what I'm saying, very. that's where you're over the hype of being in love, yeah. and you really learn what you like and what you don't yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? But I think what you really need to learn from that second one yeah. is what you do wrong. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. what a lot Thank of people you. ignore. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I don't mean to use you as oh, a... Oh, no, no, it's fine. Um, but I'm going to use no, you. No, it's totally fine. Being cheated on and lied to and mistreated should be, okay, I'm done with this. Right. But that ego tells you, Nah, yeah. <laughs> I need to be treated right by this person. So I'm going to keep trying yeah. <laughs> until they treat me right. One th one and then when they're not trying to do that, it's like, no, who the fuck does he think he right. is? No, 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 I'm me. He's just not seeing it. You know what I'm saying? So, and so you good. keep fighting to be with this not good person. Right. Then it comes another level where it's like, damn, I look stupid. Mm -hmm. yeah. The only way to not look stupid is to prove everybody wrong <laughs> and to have this relationship be good. Yeah. I need to try harder. Uh -huh. And it's just so much stupid shit that comes with that for me and i think with a lot of men we let go easier yeah, not let go too. of the hurt or no. the pain we let go of the situation yeah. because like my i don't have a huge ego whenever a situation happened i can assess it and be like oh she ain't like me like she said she did yeah. you know what i'm saying and realize i should leave this alone or i'm gonna look stupid yeah. now of course right after you hitting her up still you trying but yeah yeah the the one who i feel like i was heartbroken over no contact for like four months after that and then she hit me up with a random ass apology and shit but i feel like that not even trying to talk that to her is... helped so much yeah <laughs> you know what I, I you know and 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 when you say that like it's facts because i didn't even with my with my second one right mm -hmm. i didn't even realize that i was kind of fucking up in that relationship mm -hmm. until like probably like a year later yeah you know what i'm saying where after the breakup she kind of hit me up apologizing for how she was mm -hmm. and i it really took me a while to process because right afterwards i was like god good riddance mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying she was wag blah 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 and it wasn't until maybe like a year later i was like damn you know what i kind of did a lot of fucked up yeah. shit that yeah. kind of caused it, her yeah. and by today's 
terminology, mm-hmm. you know what? And this is, you know, and I, and I feel bad about it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I uh, gaslit her Ooh. in ways where yeah. I was like, she's tripping, she's crazy. And I didn't realize until, like, even recently, I was like, I was the reason yeah. that yeah. she was being crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, you know what I'm saying? My last relationship, I took a step back and I understood a lot of his behavior after that. I knew what comes with dating me. Like, there comes a certain point in time in your life where you have to go, yep, I would be that way as well. Mm. I could have made things easier. And then you either can figure out if that person can adapt to your life and you can adapt to theirs. But the accountability has to be there. And after that second relationship, if you don't look at the shit you did wrong, Mm. okay, so I got cheated on, right? I got cheated on the whole situation. It was what it was. But when I look at it, and it's always weird to have a conversation with that person in particular after the fact to be like, so how was it for you? Like, what was your perspective on mm-hmm. it? And then you discuss the issues and you're like, ah, I can understand that me doing this, this and this uh, affected your ego. I didn't make you feel as secure in the relationship, but we didn't communicate that. So mm-hmm. as a whole, our relationship was never going to be successful. Yeah. Now, dating in your late 20s and early 30s is when you can avoid the fuck shit and just talk, just communicate. You'll be surprised at what you're thinking is almost the same thing the person that you're talking to is thinking mm-hmm. as well. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Stop holding back from the conversations. Yeah. The the re- Wait, I got I got a pee. Uh, y'all keep going if you want. Oh. I, I got to <laughs> 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 uh, You want to pause? You want to keep going? Uh, uh, we'll keep going. All right, yeah. I'll be right back. The because re- you can't relate. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you married and shit. Yeah. So. But now, the reason I am like the way I am today in my current relationship and the reason I'm able to give all this advice and shit is because I really ah, assessed <laughs> myself after a breakup a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw what I did wrong. Because the same thing like him, I was like, yeah, she was fucking tripping. Right. But then I realized, like, early on in that relationship, I caught her in a lie, mm. right? At that point, because I'm me, right. I should have left. But Because I do not like being lied to. I can take a terrible truth yeah. over a small lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I did it because it was a small lie but I should have known me better and known that that's going to affect what's going on. Because of that early lie, I had no trust. Mm -hmm. Things were great until something seemed a little fishy. Now I'm jealous, now I'm accusing, now I got all these questions. But it's not just a question for an answer. It's a question that's really an accusation. And whatever you say after that, yeah, whatever you say after that, I'm not gonna believe you until you tell me I'm right. You know what I'm saying? When I realized later that I was doing that and contributed to the relationship not being good, Mm -hmm. even though she was lying a lot of times, it don't matter, you know what I'm saying? That shit fucked it up. So that was like, okay, I need to not do that. And I kind of avoided getting into other stuff Mm -hmm because I still felt the same feelings. I still feel like I don't trust, I don't trust. So it was a long time where I did not do another relationship. I just- Smart. Yeah, I just dated around, had my fun, hold out as they would say. Yeah, and then eventually I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I understand life a little bit better now. Let's not do that. And let me not deal with anybody who's gonna do that to me. You know what comment I hate the most that, mm. that I specifically get? I don't, I mean, a lot of men don't get this comment. 
I've been seeing the, a lot of people are always inquiring if I'm single or not. Mm -hmm. First off, not your business. Mm -hmm. Especially on social media, not your business. Yeah. But when guys go, Nikki, you need to give a good guy a shot before you waste your best years. <laughs> Why is it so important for other people to think because I'm a certain age that I have to give a quote unquote good guy a shot and I'm just gonna wither away because these are my best years. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Society. Society tells us these things. That's why people feel like it's okay that when your friend is pregnant, when is it your turn? You're yeah. next. Uh, you're getting up there and they like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I don't right. have to do these things that society says I have to do. But yeah, people, just figure you're a woman. Yeah. You want a man. <laughs> you're not gonna get a man if you keep acting the way right, you Right, like, act. oh, I'm sorry, I At got jobs and one. shit. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it's just these assumptions and they're so ingrained in society that people feel like this just is what it is. I, think I can say this, because this is what well, it is. Well, that's really where the question is coming from, right? Like, why? How, how is dating in your late 20s to early 30s? Because a lot of people are asking questions like that. Do mm -hmm. I believe my best years are behind me? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> my relationship when I was in my quote unquote, oh shit, Tim. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, so the relationship I was in, in my quote unquote prime, if I would have stayed in that, in that time frame, it would have been terrible there's yeah. no way that relationship should have happened it looked great we we pretended we were happy but it was terrible yeah. so me where i'm at now the next relationship i get into i'm going into it with a clear head and actually the best years i'm falling into financially yeah. i'm not needing like you hit a certain point where you financially don't need the other person and you are probably now time like ready to actually date yeah. most people are dating out of needs i don't have a lot of money i need to get a man with a lot of money mm -hmm. so you go and you lower your lower your standards as far <laughs> as how you want to be treated because girl life man yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of women are taught that though not all women but a lot of women are taught that we were just yeah. talking about the pressure to be in a relationship at a certain age mm -hmm. why is that he said society and i'm mm -hmm. like you know, I get a lot of guys, guys specifically, that say you're wasting your best years, yeah. find you a good man. No, yeah. I became everything I needed so that my next relationship, he can be successful in his own right, and yeah. so could I. Let's make it relevant for the people. I know most of y'all watched Bridgerton. Yes. That shit right there. Terrible. That is That is why Terrible. society is the way it is now, because Shh. all of Terrible. that's real. I mean, that's not based on a true story, no. I don't think, but that, Wedding you, season and courting no. and all of that shit. That? Um, First uh, off, it's, she, it's too much to a, explain, but it's <sighs> it's heavily based it's around like uh, courting and coupling. Women needing to get married at a certain age because pretty much they were able to bear children. So they're pretty much put up on auction for men to come and take their picking. They I court see. their women. And one girl in particular, she is the prize of the ball. <laughs> she is the best of the best. She is Bridgerton. And the man who is, of course, the whore in the story mm. is going with the virgin. So mm. she's over it. it the storyline is so unrealistic, but it is exactly what people talk about daily. You yeah. need to be clean and pure, and nah, the man can be out it's in the streets. Unrealistic, night. though. It's exactly what was happening back then, mm. and it, it went on for so long that it just became ingrained in people. They no longer have that, but the thoughts of that yeah. are ingrained. So there are women 
who've taken on that role. I need to find me a man. I need mm -hmm. to find me a suitable suitor, a wealthy man to take right. care of me. I'm getting up there in age. My best years are there behind is me. A good, it's there, all there. there is a good character in the story, though. She does talk about the younger sister that does mm -hmm. mention that that is not for her. I have more to offer. I do yeah. not want to be put on, you know, put up for auction. Mm -hmm. I feel like, why can't I do this? It's so lucky for a man to be able to do everything he wants to do. And I'm just pretty much put here to be a wife. A lot of women feel the same thing. That's why specifically with dating, as you get older, the perception of once a woman's over a certain age, most people are looking at us like you ain't shit, like yeah. boop, toodaloo. Right. And then people tell, tell women too like you think he's gonna want you when you're older like you think a guy's gonna want yeah. you like yeah i mean yeah. it's those like those old school gender roles are still kind of like going on in their own way right where yeah. it's like for a dude the value is in the money yeah mm -hmm. and for a woman the value is in you her body yeah, yeah. right but then that also kind of relates to like her body and making babies yeah. you know what i'm saying for a dude it's like the money but it's like having that household you know what yeah. i'm saying it's all kind of really old school yeah. mm -hmm. like traditional yeah. gender roles it's old school traditional gender role slash brainwashing and it's <laughs> right. the most effective brainwashing because they literally tell you this makes you a man mm -hmm. yeah this makes you a woman uh -huh. a good woman and it's like well, shit, so you telling me if I don't do that, what am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because so, yeah, it's definitely difficult to deal with. But I think the most important thing to get back to the, the question, question. Mm -hmm. dating in your 30s or late 20s, early 30s or whatever, yeah. something like that is, you need to set yourself up in those younger years. When you're young, if you're young right now, stop thinking about your future. Stop thinking about I'm going to be this, this and this when I'm this age. Hyper focus on right now on you, how you genuinely feel, because a lot of people get into their late 20s, early 30s and they're stunted. Yep. They might have a good career. They got all this other shit that they want, but emotionally they're stunted because mm. they didn't have enough experience here. They were thinking about the wrong thing. Thinking yeah. about the wrong age. shit. So yeah. focused on trying to be what society says you need to be. You right. never fucking grew. Mm. So yeah. you get here and you're 34 and you act like a child in your relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because all you was thinking about was having a good fucking well-paying career. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't thinking about you as a person. Yeah. yeah. You have to be balanced. I mean, it's great to have a great career, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, do but that. But we're talking about dating. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, just do the work now. And, and, you know, ladies, make sure you can fucking take care of your damn selves. Like, stop being upset at guys. I saw this one video where this, oh, my God. This woman goes on this show. I don't know what it was exactly. A friend of mine sent it to me. And she was like, uh, what do I do? I, I don't want to keep lowering my standards for guys that are less than me because I'm an entrepreneur and I keep dating guys that, like, aren't doing as well as me. Like, what do I do? Don't be her. <laughs> Don't be her. Mm. Stop looking down on people. Understand that you are doing your own work. Find somebody that matches what you're putting out there and really stop fucking judging everybody. Mind your own damn business, mm. focus on you, and then find somebody that aligns with what you want. Figure out what you want earlier so that you're not getting screwed over later. Yeah. You know what we need to do? What? We need to do Bachelorette. Nikki Blaze. No, I don't want yes. it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yes. I don't want it. She does not want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. It'd be it. so no. good. 
would. No, it wouldn't. It would be terrible. It would be terrible. <laughs> Who would we find? Well, How? No, it would be hilarious. It would be. Though. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all yeah. two are. I could only imagine you two setting me up on dates. No, 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 no. I, I would try to get you something good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He no. would try to get you something no, hilarious. The, the, just wants to see. the process is the great. We, we, do we talk about 50 plus dudes? No, no, no. I don't want 50 plus no, no. dudes. The 50 plus dudes are the ones we, we, we like. Like, weed through. Weed it through. It, it, would, you, you, it would be hundreds of submissions for this shit. Oh my God, we're doing it. We're selling it to Hulu. Thank you guys for watching another episode of No Chasing Podcast. Um, let me know in the comments below if you would submit a video to They're be on be like, this show. No. I'm Tim John the Wrong Suit. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Single Blades. Let's go. Not for long. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Woo! There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book Doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim.